episode 138. My name is Justin Peach. Hey, I'm Chris. And this is the Bible Buffoons Podcast. And we're back from hey. spring break. Hey. And I'm not in my basement. You're not? I don't think you listened to our last one, did I you? I didn't. Okay. <laughs> I didn't. I usually do, but. I, well, and, I, and usually when it's a solo, you usually text me and yeah. say, hey, I liked it. No. In the, in but the, you were traveling. The madness of, of my week last week. Yeah. I did not listen to That's it. what I thought. Well, I. I, I if you don't know, I was in I was in the basement. I did I did the old school basement chat. Was Samson there? I did it on. No, Samson was not there. Oh, I did it on Sunday night. Oh, early, like ten o'clock. Because we were going to be gone Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday. Yeah. Get back late Wednesday. Didn't want to be. And doing I was like, I ain't gonna want to. I didn't want to do it then either. That's yeah. what I talked about the podcast. <laughs> I don't want to do this now, but I'm doing it. Little fireside chat. It was a little. It was. It was uh, uh, calm and like the crazy because like we had tornado warnings. My best car didn't start and work. Uh, I'm afraid that Trissy was going to go out. There's a lot going on, but you can choose to mope in it. Yep. Or you can be happy in it, or just accept it and say, "Just hey, go get them." It just just go get it. But we're glad that you're back. Thank you. I'm glad to be back. We're back in the office. It's a gorgeous spring day. <sighs> Beautiful. Holy week is upon us. Beautiful. Beautiful. Um, that's going to be our topic this morning, y'all. Yeah. We, we, uh, if, if you want a, <laughs> see that? Yeah. <laughs> jumped on. We got a ghost in here or something. Uh, one, oh, I didn't mention this last week, but apparently two weeks ago, I got a text from some friends. You got a, the text mm-hmm. uh, from Brian. What's oh, up, Brian? That's so good. <laughs> Uh, I didn't notice. That, I I had to really. Keep but did it you together hear it in real time? Here. I heard it in real time. See, I didn't. And I was a grown up and stifled my laughs. I said because I didn't know how how to. Yeah. I know how to say it without. Yeah. I mean, we can say it. This is adults listening. Yeah. But I said, keep your turn your eyes eyes to Jesus. And I got a little fast and a little country, and <laughs> eyes turned uh, different. And. <laughs> And I had some texts with some people that morning being like, hey, I got to turn my. <laughs> Sometimes you just need to turn and then your I said, hey. to Jesus. And then I was like, hey, whatever works for you, man. <laughs> like, right. get it. Whatever you needed to hear at that moment. <laughs> That's right. You hear what you want to hear. You hear what you want to hear. I heard eyes. I said eyes. I meant eyes. But maybe I said booty. Uh, <laughs> but. And then his wife caught me that night at that banquet deal. And she was like, it's like, hey, I'm sorry. <laughs> I don't mean to be a stumbling block. <laughs> I loved. I thought it was funny. Well, I'm gonna try not to do that, especially that somebody else noticed it. Yes, because text us that yeah. morning, like, uh oh. <laughs> Which Beverly, Bendall didn't catch me, but her heart's too pure. She she don't hear that. She didn't hear that. Brian, hear that. on the other hand, sorry, buddy, you heard it. <laughs> <laughs> Mucking it up. <laughs> um. Anyways. Um. Yeah. So. This is Holy Week. We're gonna go over this. We're not. This is not an extensive. Because uh, last year, no, we didn't do this last year. Maybe nope, two or two three years, years ago. ago. Two years ago, we did like an hour plus yep. on the Holy Week. Yeah. Uh, again, guys, we're gonna try to keep just the 30, 40 minutes tops. Um, but just kind of go over. Um, the days of events of Holy Week, uh, and why we should. 
um, uh, observe it, mm-hmm. acknowledge it, yeah. uh, think about it. Uh, again, I didn't grow up in the church. You did, mm-hmm. but I will go on a limb and say your church did not observe Holy Week. No. Easter, mm. maybe. Maybe even not really that, except for wearing fancy clothes. Because every Sunday's Easter. Every Sunday's Easter. He's yeah. risen every day. That's right. We celebrate that resurrection every Sunday was the... Now, you know, I don't know. I think it may have changed over the years, but I definitely remember kind of some of that language. Like, you're going to dress up. We did wear the pastels you got and the little boom, suit. Little bow ties. And little pictures stuff. were taken. Yes, and, but... Know, our family did. You know, like, we had the big meal and we would gotcha. have family. Um, but at church, it was kind of a normal service. <laughs> so there is... With fancy if, clothes. And if you are not Church of Christ... Which again, I was not growing up, and I don't know if this is the same in some Baptist, like I, yeah, I in know. some other uh, uh, flavors of Christianity. But I know in the Church of Christ, in the Church of Christ, I know like there's some more conservative churches mm-hmm. that don't do Christmas mm-hmm. or Easter. Right? Yep. It's like we don't know yeah. when he was born. He was born. We don't know when he's he is risen every day. Yeah. And I, I'm, I'm like, if you celebrate that every day, <laughs> good. Yeah. Like. Um, so yes, it's not one of these things of like, this is the only time we celebrate the resurrected King. Um, but it is good to remember. And yes, should we remember this every week? Should every week we be reminded of Holy week? Absolutely. Yeah. We just don't. Uh, but there is this time in our church calendar where we do. Yeah, man. Scriptures, scriptures full of God kind of instituting these times of remembrance, times of celebration, times of mourning, Passover. I mean, this is around Passover. And I think that this week in particular for followers of Jesus gives us an opportunity to shine a spotlight on what is the pinnacle climax of the story in a way. I like that. That, man, like I needed at least once a year to really just say, hey, we're going to celebrate that empty tomb. So, man, that's really good. I I think there's two points to that. One, yes, I need Justin Peach needs that. Like, I need that reminder. And yes, communion is that reminder that we take every week mm-hmm. and that stuff. But for the whole kind of deal to do that. But also for the church as an evangel an evangelical tool to the non Christians, mm-hmm. like, hey, we get to rally and really be like, hey, this is what it's all about. Yeah, this is who we are. Yep. Um, so not just on a personal level, but as a global level that, Hey, we, we are all, no matter what, we are all celebrating. Yeah. Um, Jesus. Hey, like it or not, Easter Sunday for a lot of people is the one Sunday a year. They step foot inside a church there. Uh, and if there's two, the other one's probably Christmas and the third mother's day. Yep. And then which you know, mother's day is next month. Right. So yep. that's two back, but yes, Christmas and Easter, Birth and death, like so, make a big deal. Yeah, Go make a big it. deal of it. And, and and if you're a church leader right there, or or or, you know, take it to a different way. Ask your neighbors yeah. if you have some neighbors that don't go to church. Mm-hmm. Be like, hey, would you like to join us for church? Yeah. Like, it's a big day. It's Easter, and and then maybe like, well, I remember going as a kid. All right, we'll bring ours, and yeah. hopefully, it'll it, stick. Right, door, and then yeah. just hopefully that God uh, uh, works on their heart, and they're like. Hey, we need to come back to this more. That's what we need about. Mm. So 
we're going to talk about uh, so two years ago we did a more extensive this you can go back and listen to that uh, we're going to do a brief just kind of overview because again you may not even know you may be sitting here going <laughs> i know it's holy week i know it's easter but there was other days yeah um yeah it's kind of some days leading up to the last week of jesus life um he did some important things he did some revolutionary things um he taught during that time there's a lot of cool things that he did that we can celebrate each one of those yep uh and so join us as we go for this will be a ride and it's a good reminder for me i enjoyed you know if you were to be like hey what are the days i could have just told you yeah. probably but it was good last night to do a little more research and review like oh yeah yeah i forgot that happened then mm-hmm. and there's some stories that you're going to hear and go oh i didn't know that happened at this point, Thursday yeah. before yeah. he died on Friday. And yeah. You're like, yeah, there's some things that happened right before um, that are huge for that. All right, kick us off. So this past Sunday was? Palm Sunday. Palm Sunday. Mm-hmm. Um, and you go, why was there palms? <laughs> why do we call it palm? So you're like, okay, I know it's called Palm Sunday. And I see graphics and little kids run up. Our church, we had kids run up with these fake palm leaves and put them on the stage. Um what is Palm Sunday, Chris? Yeah, so Palm Sunday uh, is uh, the week before the resurrection. Jesus makes his entry into Jerusalem. And Jesus had... Why was he going to Jerusalem? So he's going to Jerusalem to die. Well, okay. <laughs> well, what did everyone else think he was going to Jerusalem to for? To celebrate Passover. To celebrate Passover, yes. yes. Um, and <laughs> That's a really good answer. So He pa- knew why he was going <laughs> yeah. to... Palm Sunday uh, also kind of has this other association with it, the triumphal entry. entry. Yeah. Right? And that that is a really interesting idea to me because as I thought about that in preparation for this, that, that triumphant entry meant different things for to different, different people. people. Oh, absolutely. Right? So Jesus had a reputation at this point. He's been ministering... Uh, for three years, pretty widely accepted as a prophet of some kind. Like this guy was doing some crazy stuff, whether you loved him or whether you hate yeah. him, you recognize that he had something going on. Right. And so I think about the different kinds of people who would have experienced him entering into Jerusalem in this kind of amazing way for Jesus. It was triumph because he knew that he was nearing the end of this mission uh-huh. that he was sent here to do. He knew he was going to be successful. He knew he was going to be faithful to the end. And he knew that whatever happened to him, that that tomb was going to be empty in a mm-hmm. week from that yeah. day. But you think about other people, right? There were people that thought Jesus was riding into Jerusalem as a conquering king. To overcome. <laughs> right. Right. And so this is probably, this little side note, this is probably the first time that he has made a public appearance Mm. since raising Lazarus from the dead. Yeah. And so the word has spread Mm -hmm. that this man, Jesus, has has risen Lazarus from the dead. And now here he comes into the city. It was, they were like, he's going to sit on the throne. Yeah. He was, but in a different way, right? Yeah. But yeah. So they saw him and like, he's going to take over the government. This is going to be a new world. This is going to be a new way. Lots of people were grabbing those palm branches or cuttings from the field or whatever yeah. it was and throwing them down and shouting Hosanna because they thought this dude was about to come and liberate them from Roman oppression. So it's triumphant and it's triumphal, but you wonder how many people understood at this point what was about to go down. Yeah, Absolutely. Um, okay. So he came in, 
what was uh, on the triumphal entry, what was Jesus riding? A donkey or the foal of a donkey. Yeah. Something, uh, uh, some of the gospels say, so a foal is a young donkey, yeah, yeah. but that it had never been sat on. Oh. That was interesting. So it was like, it's a fresh baby. It's a fresh baby donkey. Yeah. Get that. So you're like, uh, why? Like, that's not. So there's some meanings to that mm-hmm. where you're like, hey, if he was coming in to ride, to be his conquering king. You expect him on a big old horse. Like a, a big war old, horse. Yeah, stallion. We're yeah. Gonna, this is this is it. Like, no, he's coming in a donkey. Mm-hmm. And you're like, okay, it's more humble, yeah. more meek and that. Um, but this goes back to Zechariah 9 9. Fulfillment of prophecy. Right? So there's the messianic prophecy. There's so many prophecies in the Bible that say, uh, this is when you know the Messiah will be here. Mm-hmm. This is this is when it's coming. And so Zechariah 9 9 uh, says, Exult greatly, O daughter Zion. Shout for joy, O daughter Jerusalem. Behold, your king is coming to you. A just savior is he, humble and riding on a donkey, on a colt, the foal of a donkey. Mm-hmm. So Jesus, again, Jesus knows Zechariah. Mm-hmm. Jesus knows the fulfillment. He could have walked in. He could have flew in. He could have moonwalked in. He could have walked out. He could do whatever he wanted. But he's like, to fulfill the prophecy, yeah. I have to ride this donkey. So he told his disciples, go in. It's a really cool story. When yeah. they go in, it says, if they tell him, it's say, like the, a Lord, Jedi mind trick. <laughs> the Lord needs this donkey. And, they just, and the guy was like, like, oh, cool. <laughs> cool. The Lord needs it, I guess. Take the young donkey. Yeah. And I, 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 when I was reading that again last night, I was like, ah. Can I do that today? The Lord needs these cheeseburgers. So just like go and take something. Um, go over nice. to cookout. The Lord needs these corn nuggets. <laughs> oh, stop it. You can probably hear my stomach <laughs> rumbling on here. It's corn nuggets. All right. So we have that. Some cheered. Some were upset. Yeah. So you have some of the chief priests and some yeah, of the, man. He the was people old. that see him and they're like, Oh no. He was kind of already a wanted man at this point. Oh, absolutely. This isn't like the first time getting mad. Again, this is now the end of it. it yeah. The gospels have already said <laughs> multiple times that the the chief priests and the leaders of the people were already thinking about how they could kill this guy. Yes. So again, some cheered, some yayed, some were like, whoa, and then others were like, let's kill this man. Yeah. Okay. All right. So that's that. So now we got Monday. Was there a cool name for Monday? Uh nope. Nope. Right? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Fig, some some fig, fig tree temple whipping Monday. Yes, yeah, some have uh, cool uh, names. Yeah. Some don't. Yeah. Uh, Monday was Monday. Yeah. Um, so Jesus went to Jerusalem, left. He went back that morning. Uh, um, he keeps bouncing to and from Jerusalem to Bethany. Jerusalem, Jerusalem to Bethany. Bethany. That's good. Uh, Bethany's Beth- kind of like Bethpage, Bethany, right? It's That's- about two miles from Jerusalem. Yeah. You know, not a bad walk. Um, considering how far Jesus had walked at this point. Um, yeah. And Bethany uh, was kind of a place of safety for mm-hmm. him. He had raised Lazarus in Bethany. Uh-huh. It said when that happened, lots of people in Bethany believed. Uh, you so know, he Mary has and Martha his, are in Bethany. He has his following there that yeah. love him, and he know he's safe in that. Jerusalem, not safe. Bethany, safe. Yeah. So he's kind of coming in and out. Um, and I'm sure that was risky mm-hmm. for him to go back that next morning after he just did that triumphal entry and people are like, uh Oh, what's happening? Yeah, he's, about to, he's about to make it worse though. And then, <laughs> yeah. And then he leaves and then he comes back. Um, so he curses the fig tree. He walks fig tree was not producing anything. Mm-hmm. So he curses it. Mm-hmm. If you were just to read this, you're like, that seems a very random one off thing. Jesus, why are you yelling at this? Why are you cursing this tree? Yeah. Um, but I think, there's multiple theologians. And then Jesus also goes back and tells why later in the week. Uh, 
But again, I think it's showing his authority. Well, and, and in the context of what happens on Monday, mm-hmm. it makes a lot more sense because scripture says that he sees this fig tree and the fig tree looks like it should be in season. So this is the time when the fig tree should have figs on Pro- it. Producing. And he walks up, no figs. He curses it. They come back and they see that it's withered. Think about that in terms of his experience at the temple. These yeah. are God's people who should be in season. They should be producing fruit. And he talks about them being whitewashed tombs and how yeah. how they're hypocrites and that they're not living up to the standard that God has called them. It's the same thing. He's saying you should you should be a beautiful tree in season and producing fruit, but you're not. You're barren. It's, yeah. So in, in that context, it makes sense. It's about faith, right? About authentic faith. And then and then in Luke 19, you know, you know, that's where Jesus clears the temple mm-hmm. right from the money changers. He's, he's there. That's good. It's, and it's the same thing. He's yeah. like, this should be something else, but y'all have made it what it should like. You should be producing. Yeah. And I think a part of this, he is showing his authority throughout. Mm-hmm. This is my authority over the church. This is my authority uh, over the land. This is mm-hmm. my authority. Even with like Lazarus, this is my authority over the grave. Yep. And he's just building this deal of like, I am who I say I am, and I I am doing the will of my Father, whether you know it or know it, whether you like it or not. This is my authority in this. Yep. So a lot went on Monday and made a lot of people, yeah, made a lot of people mad. He went to the temple and um, surprised he got out. Right. Yeah. Like it. That was a big deal. Yep. For him to do that. All right. Tuesday. Tuesday, um, Jesus. Again, I don't think there's a fun name for Tuesday right not really yeah uh so he he goes to the mount of olives so he goes to, and yeah. he gives the olivet, olivet discourse. discourse so yeah but it doesn't really have a cool like day name olivet discourse tuesday <laughs> olivet that's discourse tuesday ODT. Olivet tuesday OD, oh odt odt that's what we'll call it we're gonna call it odt uh which is uh no that was yesterday <laughs> i don't even know what day it is uh all of yeah so he goes back um Oh, isn't this Tuesday where he does the whitewashed tombs? Yeah. Right? So in uh, yes. in explaining the cursing of the fig tree, tree, he goes through that. You know, and talking about... So Matthew 23, he says, Blind guides, uh, for you are like whitewashed tombs, beautiful on the outside, but filled on the inside with dead people's bones and all sorts of impurity. Outwardly, you look like righteous people, but inwardly, your hearts are filled with hypocrisy and lawlessness. Snakes, sons of vipers. How will you escape the judgment of hell? Uh, Matthew 23, 24, and 33 right there. So think again, about that in terms of the fig tree. He's yes. saying. Or even that and also the temple. Like it looks yeah. what it should you're, be. You but look inside. beautiful on mm-hmm. the outside, but you're dead. That's that's how you connect those two things. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, he gives more in this Olivet Discourse yeah. in the ODT uh, <laughs> um, or the OD. But he, um, yeah, again, I think he's showing his um authority through all of this um let's see um i read this right here where it says at the moment uh, at the mount of olives jesus gives his olivet discourse an elaborate prophecy about the destruction of jerusalem at the end of the age yep. he speaks uh, as usual in parables using symbolic language about the end times events including his second coming in the final judgment so he is um i'm not gonna say priming but he's kind of like, hey, 
I've been talking about this. Here it is. Yep. So he's getting it ready for the week. Like, hey, this is Tuesday. Things are about to go down. Yeah, significant teaching. We talked a ton on this podcast yeah, about yeah. John 13 through 17. Yep. That's coming up on Thursday. But mm-hmm. this is kind of a primer for yep. that. He's like, there's some important things that I need to tell you before I'm getting ready to go. Another important thing happens on Tuesday. Uh, scripture indicates that this was the day that Judas made his deal with the Sanhedrin to betray uh, Jesus. Yes. I believe so. Yes. Scripture indicates that this is Tuesday. It was also when Judas did that. Uh, Matthew 26, 14 through 16 um, in that. So this is when Jesus, this is when Judas was like, okay, yeah, I'm going to do this. Greedy. And you knew it. All right. We may be going fast, guys. We just want to give you... Sorry, hey, we got a lot to get through. (laughs) And we just want to get you guys just an overview of this. Uh, Just prepare you for uh, the next few days. Yeah, this is an invitation for you to take these little tidbits that we're throwing out Mm -hmm. and for you to go deeper with them. Yeah, and this comes out on Thursday. So hopefully this will... um, If your church does a Good Friday service, if it doesn't... We've got one here. we got one here, but if you don't live in Birmingham or Hoover, uh, I promise you there's a church pretty close that's going to have a good Friday service. Yeah. And I would recommend if you were like, well, this isn't a church of Christ. This isn't a Southern. Hey, go to it. It's all right. It's, it's okay. Yeah. If somebody is celebrating a good Friday service, go to it. Yeah. If your church doesn't have one just to put you like, sorry, this is another tangent or another side deal. Going to a good Friday service, going through the Holy week experience and kind of reading it makes Sunday better. Yes. It, it again, it like proms it, but it puts it into perspective. We like to cherry pick. We like to say he is risen and mm. you're like, yay. And from you, what? <laughs> and you should be. But if you kind of look at the week that he went through and for us to physically, mentally, emotionally kind of walk through that, it makes Sunday so much better. It just puts it into a, a, a clear perspective that, I promise you, if you go to a Friday night service or a Friday service, Good Friday, or if you sit and read this by yourself, you don't have to go somewhere if you yeah. can't. I encourage you to do that before Sunday because it will help you in Sunday. It's it's hard to really experience the joy and the excitement of Easter Sunday unless you've spent some time in grief over yeah. the events of Good Friday. Yeah, and we're going to talk about Good Friday wasn't good, (laughs) but it's it's, only good because of Sunday. It's yeah. That's yeah. And so like our good Friday service, it's, it's a somber, somber, like as it should be. Right. And so you're like, why do I want to go to that? And I remember being like, I don't want to, I don't want to be sad. Yeah. I don't want to go to that, but it will prepare you for Sunday and Mm -hmm. it makes Sunday so much better. Um, all right. So we had ODT. Don't know (laughs) why they didn't give it a cool name. We just did. And then Wednesday, nothing happened on Wednesday, but they call it Holy Wednesday. Holy Wednesday. I'm like, why is that holy? How come Tuesday isn't holy too? Yeah. But for Jesus, every day is holy. Yeah. Um, so there's a lot going on. Jesus, his disciples, they're walking four miles a day, back and forth, doing his things, cursing fig trees, doing the discourse, uh, flipping over tables, riding some donkeys. Uh, and he knows that Thursday starts a Passover. Mm-hmm feast so wednesday what we got is just kind of him and his him and his disciples kind of resting yeah we scripture doesn't say a lot or anything yeah about no, no, wednesday. no no yeah, yeah. so but we know jesus 
right? Yeah. And we know what Jesus usually spent his time doing. So it's we can probably imagine that he spent time with his disciples in Bethany, and eat, in, eating food, teaching. And, and they're probably in prayer. He Praying. And getting ready for Passover. Yeah, they, they're probably excited about Passover. He may be teaching about Passover, reminding them. I could see Jesus like with some kids in the town mm-hmm. and him kind of teaching them about, hey, this is what's happening tomorrow. This is why we do this. Yeah. And him just being a teacher that he is. Um, but we also see a lot of times when Jesus does something, he retreats for prayer. He goes and retreats, goes yeah. and retreats. I feel like this is also maybe a time of retreating of him, if, just preparing himself. Knowing Jesus from the Gospels, yeah, he was probably preparing himself in prayer with the Father yeah. and spending time with the people that he loved in Bethany. Yeah, yeah. That's why it's holy. That's right. All right. So here we go. Now we go Thursday. Thursday, and this is... Monday Thursday mm-hmm. and again you're like Monday Thursday Monday <laughs> that's only here at Homewood <laughs> <laughs> yeah Monday Thursday uh Passover the Last Supper mm-hmm. we kind of have that going on you may not know all the things that happen on Monday like if there's so many things it was a full day there is so many things that you know from scripture probably that you didn't know happened on this day yeah you're like oh what just happened in the gospel it happened in, like no no when it happened is very important. Yes. Um, so you have Jesus. Uh, one of the big things that he did, uh, washing his disciples' feet. Yes. So him and his disciples getting ready for the Passover meal. Um, and we've talked about this extensively about this part um, on this podcast. But he supposed to, um, there, there's supposed to be a servant or somebody wash their feet. Yeah the lowest on the totem pole, probably one of the youngest servants there. Hey, you wash these people's feet. Uh, their feet are gross. The nice. feet are next to people's heads eating. It, they're not sitting at tables like we are. Yes. So, but Jesus does it. Yes. He takes his, his outer garment off. He puts it around him and he washes his feet. And you have people like Peter. I was like, no, you are not doing this to me. And he's like, uh, if I don't, you're not with me. He's like, well, then watch my whole body. He's, <laughs> He's like, like yeah. chill out, Peter. The yeah. rest of you is clean. We yeah. just need to wash yeah. your feet. We just need to wash your feet. But he does this, um, giving an example of uh, service. And he like tells them, if you want to follow me and do this, you need to serve other people. Mm. Um, and so one of the last days of Jesus' life, he is serving. And he tells people, you have to serve, mm. um, which I think is great. And this is where we get... Mondi from, mm-hmm. right? Um, word mean mandatum, mm-hmm. uh, um, commandment, yeah, uh, mandate. Says, that says a new command I give to you yes. from John thirteen, right? You got that verse? I don't have that verse, but I can. But it, it, the new command is to love one another as I have loved as you. I, uh, yeah, yeah. Would you say John thirteen? John thirteen, I think thirty four. I'm gonna read it. Read it. Oh no! Did I nail it? Would you say thirteen thirty four? A new oh! Look did at I you. get it? All right, and I do not have that in my notes. Good Thank job. You. A new command I give. Uh, a new command I give to you, that you love one another, just as I have loved you. You also are to love one another. By this, all people will know that you are my disciples if you love one another. That ends in thirty five, right there. Yeah, so John 13, you can go there and do all of the stuff. Um, Jesus also um, 
calls out Judas mm-hmm. a little bit. Like, hey, you're going to betray me. Yep. Uh, and knows this. Um, but he washed his feet. And he still had a seat at the table. Mm-hmm. He washed his feet and had a seat at the table. Jesus knew you are the reason that I'm going to die. Now, Jesus knew that he's going to die anyways. Yeah. Like, but that that's a, a pungent mm. uh, uh, um, act yeah. of knowing but still loving. And mm. so not only is he... And still inviting. And not oh, oh, it's still inviting. Not only is he playing, he is showing them washing feet and giving them that command. He's also living out that command, not only by washing the feet, but also by letting Judas be there. Yes. They will know that you follow me because you love. And look how I'm loving. Yeah. I'm loving the man that gained money, uh, um, who sold me mm. to be on a cross. Yeah. And the rest of the people didn't get it. Yeah, they didn't understand that, but Jesus and Judas both knew. There's two people at that table that knew it was about to go down. Couple and of Jesus still loved them. Couple of profound, tangible examples of servant leadership and unreasonable grace. That's what we see in this moment, and yeah. that's Jesus. <laughs> that's Jesus. Yeah. Right. Um, all right. So we got that on Thursday. There's a lot more you can read. Institution of the uh, Lord's Supper. There's a yeah. We have we have the Lord's Supper, Garden um, of Gethsemane. We have him in the garden. So go read John. That's that. Uh, what 13, 14, 15, 16, 17. There's a lot right there. Go yes. read that, especially on Thursday. Yeah. Uh, like on like Thursday, spend some time when this comes out. Yeah. Uh, and I even thought about us just reading as much as we could for yeah. like forty five minutes, but <laughs> I want to give people a time here. Um. You guys can get the U version app and they'll read it to you yeah. in the better voice than us. Probably James Earl Jones. Oh, that'd be dope. Matthew McConaughey. Can we get him reading it? All right. It'll be slow. You have to put that <laughs> at times. My wife listens at like times nine. <laughs> yeah. Um, oh yeah. Thursday night he was arrested. Mm-hmm. Right. Um, in the garden of Gethsemane. Okay. That leads us up. Oh, we're right at 30 minutes. Perfect. We got a little bit of time. We are right at Good Friday. Mm. Again, that meaning you're like, uh, I went to a Good Friday service and it was sad Friday. It yeah. was, it was <laughs> bad dark, Friday. It was bad Friday. It was dark Friday. This yeah. is not good. Um, but again, in light of what's happening for that. And the night he had his uh, trial. So even like late Thursday night, he had that trial. Started, yes. The trial started of him in front of um, Caiaphas. Caiaphas and Herod, right? Uh, Caiaphas for sure. Yeah, yes. maybe Herod. Yeah. Um, was there um, where they kind of washed their hands and did all that and said, hey, you guys do what you will. Yeah. Uh, um, in that. Uh, he was, um, at the end of the night, he had his trial and was sentenced to be crucified. So he knew. So on Friday. Judas on that day, full of grief, um, hanged himself. Yep. Because uh, he knew what he had done. Uh, and had remorse and had um, uh, didn't 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 sit with him yeah. <laughs> well, knowing what he had done. Uh, which some people I don't want to say some people you go back and forth of well that had to be done. Mm. Jesus knew what had to be done, but it didn't have to be done by him. It could have been done a different way. Yeah, but no. See, I I, I struggled with that for a long time. Yeah, and this is where I've landed on. Yeah. It. This is just one, one yeah. guy's uh, thoughts 
one a buffoon's one thoughts. Buf- well, yes. So take that for what it is. <laughs> but you know, Jesus washing Judas's feet was an invitation. It was, hey, you still have a place here. You can yes. turn back from this. They didn't need Judas to betray Jesus. Everybody knew who this guy was. Well, and Jesus knew. I, I am convinced Jesus knew Friday he was dying. Yeah. Like, regardless of what was happening, he knew somehow. Yeah. I'm. I'm gonna. You know, die on Friday. I think. I think it can be a misconception that Judas didn't have a choice in this, and that he was, you know. And divinely picked to right, uh, and that's hard to swallow. A betray, and that's Jesus. hard to that's hard to swallow. Oh um, yeah, but but I think Judas did have a choice, and mm-hmm. Jesus was continuing to say, "You have you you can come back from this," just like he says to us. Yeah, um, but Judas followed through with it and regretted it and paid mm-hmm. for it with his own life. Mm-hmm. Yeah, if we didn't have the story of Judas, then some of the events at the last supper or at the Passover meal wouldn't be as Mm. um, weighty of him still washing his feet, still having them there again, a bowl with them, sharing a bowl like that still shows Jesus's love. Mm -hmm. um, And he will continue even, even at the last month, right? Even, even at the end, he's like, Oh, I can still get like, you can still come back to me. Yes. Story of the prodigal son, story of everything of like you can still come back to me, mm-hmm. um, which he didn't, but uh, that still shows mm-hmm. some love there. Okay, good, good Friday. Um, when that had happened, he got the um, trial, he got the sentence for that. Then uh, the guards of people spit on him, beat him, put the crown of thorns on his head. Uh, this is the passion of the Christ of him carrying his cross up um, in that. And and this is when we get the death of Jesus on the cross. Yeah. Um, in all the events there. Um, in Luke uh, 23, um, Jesus spoke seven final statements from the cross. His first words were, Father, forgive them, for they do not know what they are doing. And his last words were, Father, into your hands I commit my spirit. So even on the cross, Jesus is uh, um, forgiving people. He mm. is pleading for you. He is telling Father, forgive them. They don't. They don't know who I am. Mm. Um, um, uh, don't rain down on them like you want to. This is. Um, I still love them. Mm. Uh, in that, and then at the end, he says, "Father, into your hands I commit my spirit." He's like, "This is it. Like I've given my life to you." Uh, even this life on a cross, uh, and I get to be back with you, uh, which I think is beautiful there. Um, I say maybe around three o'clock, the ninth hour, Jesus breathed his last breath, and and he died. Um, you know, timing's a little different. We don't know exactly like three exact, but it says about the ninth hour. Um, so Jesus was on the cross early. Mm. This this isn't a fifteen minute deal. No, this is hours. Um, it's a slow, slow, painful death. But also, in the example of Jesus, unusually short. Um, we see later that they come and break the legs yeah. of the two people on either side of him because they're still alive. Yes. So he's not on the cross, or he is not 
I've been crucified alone. There's two people on either, on either side of them. Yeah. Uh, yeah. And they break their legs. Mm-hmm. Uh, just the and way they go to, and they go to break Jesus and say, we don't need to. He's already, yeah. he's already gone. Um, yeah, which, which was also a fulfillment of prophecy. Well, yes, <laughs> right. So it's also fulfillment. There's so yes. many prophecies. Uh, we we can't go through all those. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, um, there's a whole interaction between Jesus and the people who are being crucified with him uh, that we don't have time to get into. But yes. a, a further uh, highlight on the incredible grace of Christ, who is extending that grace to the people who are being killed yes. alongside him, regardless of where they've been, what they've done. And, and then in this time, his disciples have kind of scattered. Except for a very small number. Right. They're, because they're like, what's happening? Yeah. Like, w- this was a king riding in. This is what was going to happen. Jesus is sitting here talking to us. We had the last supper. We had a good meal. <laughs> what is happening? And then they're gone. Yeah. Right. Um, and, so, and so just know, this is a very chaotic, crazy time. Not just for Jesus on the cross, but for his believers being like, what just happened? Yeah. This is in the morning time. We got which we thought our savior is now on a cross. Yeah. This is not how it's supposed to play out. Yeah. Uh, but it was yeah. again, they just didn't know. Um, yeah. So then we have, so that's good Friday. Um, about six o'clock that night, they took, um, Nicodemus and Joseph took Jesus body down from the cross, uh, to be laid in the tomb there that morning. Um, and then we have Saturday, Saturday has a fun name, Forgotten Saturday. Oh, <laughs> it's kind well, of all right. Well, th- th- that's what some people say. Uh, this is the only full day that Jesus' body was in the tomb. Mm-hmm. This is the only full day. Uh, happened Friday, full day on um, Saturday, and then Sunday, uh, him being out um, with this. Uh, there wasn't much at all written about this day. Um, there's a little bit there, but not much written. And I think it's because a lot of his Disciples and followers just vanished. Mm. Like they just scattered. Yeah. It's kind of chaotic. But one important thing, Matthew 27. I don't know what you have on, on for you on this day, but Matthew 27, the chief priest, everyone kind of is a little bit crazy. Maybe some people are forgetting about Jesus. What just happened? Mm. He's in the tomb now. Let's move on. The chief priest did not forget Mm. the words of Jesus. Uh, they were worried. Yeah. They were like, okay. Somebody's going to come take his body. Right. And say he rose from the dead. Right. Yeah. And so 27, uh, 62 verses 66 of Matthew. The next day, that is, after the day of preparation, the chief priest and the Pharisees gathered before Pilate and said, Sir, we remember how that imposter said, while he was still alive, after three days I will rise. Therefore, order the tomb to be made secure until the third day, lest his disciples go and steal him away and tell the people. He has risen from the dead, and the last fraud will be worse than the first. Pilate said to them, You have a guard of soldiers. Go, make it as secure as you can. So they went and made the tomb secure by steal- by sealing the stone and setting a guard. Mm. They're still worried. Yeah. There's something still in the back of their mind that one say, Hey, his disciples make him steal them. But I, you know, part of them is like, what if? Yeah. Like, Hey, a lot of things, this guy's in a lot of things, mm-hmm. stuff we've um, never seen before. And so they still are like, okay. Um, so this is kind of like a forgotten Saturday, the first full day in there. Um, a lot. It's probably happened that we just don't know about because, mm the followers just not being there. Um, 
but do you think there must be some sort of like anticipation mm-hmm. from his believers of like, okay, we know what he did to Lazarus. Yeah. Can this happen? I think, I think what you see in scripture, you know, a little later on proves that there was probably a pretty good mix of people who thought the mission was over, thought they had failed, mm-hmm. went back to fishing, uh, you know, kind of with their tail between their legs, went back to life as it was before. Uh, but you do see that there are a handful of faithful, and and uh, yeah. most of them are women. Uh, a lot <laughs> of them are women. Yes, who, who are interested in seeing how this Jesus thing is going to pan out, which is what happens on Sunday, right? Mm-hmm. A handful of women go uh, um, to the tomb. Uh, in that, so then you have Sunday, Resurrection Sunday, Easter Sunday. Um, again, you can't look at Sunday without looking at Friday and Thursday and the rest of the week and just what has happened. Um, in the week leading up, this is something that I found online. In the week leading up to his death, the Good Shepherd went out to meet the wolves of judgment, sin, and death, and he did so with all authority. One might wonder what good has it ever done to anyone to die for some cause. This is the glorious beauty of the gospel. Jesus didn't die as a martyr for a cause. He was never in the wrong place at the wrong time. He was never at the mercy of anyone. He lived, died, and was buried because he meant to be. Mm. That was the plan. This wasn't by accident. This wasn't, uh uh-oh, what happened? Regardless of how (laughs) confused everyone around him was. (laughs) He had a clear path. He had a clear mission, and he did it. Um, He knew who he was. He knew who he came to do, what he came to do. And that, in a way that probably no other human has experienced, was unshakable in him. Yes, absolutely. Even when it was death on a cross, Mm -hmm. even when it was humiliation, even when it wasn't what What everybody around you said it was. Yes. (laughs) So early that Sunday morning, several women, uh, Mary Magdalene, Joanna, Salome, Mary, the mother of James, went to the tomb and discovered that the large stone covering the entrance had been rolled away. And an angel announced, don't be afraid. I know you are looking for Jesus who was crucified. He isn't there. He is risen from the dead, just as he said what happened. It's in Matthew 28, 5 and 6. Mm. So, so you have these ladies going to him um, and asking, hey, wait a minute. And then they see an angel. This is a guarded tomb, right? Um, and there's a lot, a lot of you know, stuff that was a very quick reading of what just happened. But there's a lot that kind of happens in that moment of the guards and the ladies, mm. um, go back and read that you know, story again. We can't do everything right here. Yeah. Um, in that, um, anything else on that Sunday that you want to wrap up with? Uh, just that it, it kind of launched into the next phase of Jesus's mission. You know, he appears to multiple people, on Sunday. So like, yes. you know, we're going to see over the next 40 days or so that he's going to appear to a lot more people mm-hmm. and even continue to do some teaching. Uh, but on this special day, he appears to people and they start, he sends them out. He's like, go tell this person, yes. go tell this person, go tell the disciples and Peter. Who, yeah. Yeah. Who has kind of separated himself because of his denial of Jesus. But, um, that's when, all right, we think we think this thing is over. You need to go tell everybody to gather because yeah. we're just getting started. Yeah, it, it, again, this is you know this is kind of like you know when we talk about baptism. Like baptism isn't the end point. Yeah, it's the very beginning. Yeah. Like, hey, now you have this new life in Christ. Jesus is like, hey, I know I died uh, and I conquered the grave. 
now it's time to start. Like, yeah. hey, now we are ready to go. Yeah. Like, I am who I said I am, right? Yep. Um. So, yeah, it was just cool. Awesome. And that right there. So, hey, that is Holy Week. Very quickly, 44 minutes. Sorry, it's a little bit longer than normal, uh, but we try to get through quickly. Week, man. And we've left out so much. <laughs> so go back and read it. Um, and all the accounts, um, uh, Matthew, Mark, Luke, John, it's pretty awesome in that. Uh, like, review, subscribe, share, whatnot. Hopefully I didn't say a curse word, say a did. potty word without knowing. <laughs> um, yeah. But take it easy. Hope you have a good week. Go to a Good Friday service if you can. Read it. If you cannot, it'll make Sunday better. And hopefully invite someone to church on Sunday. If you're listening to this and you haven't been in church in a while and some reason you're listening to us, go to a church. Yes. Go to church on Sunday. Celebrate. and uh, Celebrate. It's a celebration day uh, in that. But hope you guys have a good week. And we will catch you all next time. Bye, friends. See you.